1: Love, talk, radio.
0: Good morning, everybody, and happy, happy Tuesday. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live, the radio show. And as you know, every Tuesday uh, for the last three weeks, we've had um, Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach. And today will be the same. We have Michael Farmer here with us, and he is our very, very talented, gifted, blessed spiritual coach, personal um, coach. He's all of that. He talks spiritually, he talks personally and we all get a better person with we know we are a spiritual being. So Michael Farmer helps us do that. But for those who're just tuning in, this may be your first time listening or hearing about Jesus with Michael, let me just read a portion of Michael Farmer's bio for you, so you'll know why he is definitely um, the chosen one for (laughs) this. Michael Farmer serves as founder and CEO of Discipleship International Incorporated, a teaching and resource ministry with an emphasis on fulfilling Christ's commission to make disciples of all nations and perfecting saints in the body of Christ. He concurrently leads as founder and managing member of the Glory Corporation, LLC, a full-service apparel and advertising company that provides uniforms, T-shirts, and advertising specialty items to a wide client base across multiple industries. Now, here is the part that I really, really love, because the first part was just kind of telling you and validating him as an awesome businessman. Michael knew he had that call on his life, but he also knew that there was something missing, even after having reached such a high level of success as an entrepreneur and a small business owner, he still had a thirst to do um, something more, and God revealed that thirst for him. So um, I want to tell you some more about his spiritual side. Michael worships as a faithful member of Breath of Life Christian Center, but he facilitates a new member's orientation class. He holds tenure as a teacher and facilitator in several institutes and worked as dean of the ministry for the developmental institute for three years. Originally from Oxford, Mississippi, Michael is an honors graduate. From Fairleigh High School, Mississippi, he studied computer systems and accounting at the University of Memphis. Now, Mississippi State University and Southwest Tennessee Community College used to be Shelby State Community College. He accepted his call college ministry in 1995 and was licensed in 2006. A former tax examiner, supervisor, budget analyst with Internal Revenue Service, Michael extends his ministry through teaching the application of accounting, finance, and numerical principles. He has instructed and facilitated several classes and workshops on debt reduction, financial literacy, and biblical economics. Michael Farmer resides in Memphis, Tennessee, with his beautiful and lovely wife, Priscilla. He is blessed with five daughters, and he is a, a proud grandfather to two grandchildren. Everybody, welcome Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach, to Loretta McNary Live.
1: <laughs> I <love laughs> that. I love that lovely, what, what a lovely introduction. Every time I hear that, I feel like, wow, look at God. I can't believe he did all that. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to I want to welcome our listeners to the broadcast on today. It is, it is truly an honor, uh, and I really sincerely mean that That it is truly an honor for me to be uh, speaking into your lives on today, and I don't take it lightly. Every word that comes out of my mouth, I would give an account for, and I want to make sure that it is right. So thanks for tuning in. Hold on. Grab your Bibles and your pens and your notes. And we're gonna get into it and I've been meditating on this subject now since we talked about it last week. Uh (laughs) right through the curve at the end of at the end of last week's show and I I think we had talked about we were gonna talk about prayer on today because it was kinda coinciding with Thanksgiving. And they kept mentioning this thing about faith. And something just exploded in me when she said that and uh and I and I had already had a And she didn't even know this. I already had a module. The module for faith has been completed. Now, as a matter of fact, it was the second module that I completed. So I I know it's providential that she said it, and I'm uh, chomping at the bit to get you this information. And if you listen with with ears to hear and ears to do, and I I can guarantee you that it will literally change the life if you put into practice what you receive on today. And with that said,
0: with that said, what we want to do right now is kind of recap, and Michael did a, a mini version of the recap of last Tuesday. Um, we kind of finished up our Discipleship 101 and we talked about um, you know, how you confess that you are um, the Lord's servant and service, do the work of the Master and that you have to die to self and follow the Lord and walk with Him and walk with Him, not behind Him, because there's true fellowship when you walk with a person. And then um, we kind of he also talked about the A D and F, which means accepting, denying, and following, a recap which led into today's discussion, which we are very, very thankful that um the nation and the world I guess stopped on a certain date in November, to give thanks to the Lord. We know as Christians we're supposed to do that daily, many, many times throughout the day, and we do, but we do, I'm, I'm very glad that the nation stopped on a particular day just to say, hey, Lord, we thank you, and we're very thankful for everything. And, Michael, you gave us a really good nugget prior to the completion of last week's show, and this is these are your words, and I really want us to eventually, now, this show, guys, will not take place in an hour. This discussion on faith, and I call it the power of faith, but we got to know what faith is. We got to know the history of this word, what it means. You know how Michael likes to break it down and um, take the layers off and peel everything back to his lowest form (laughs) so we can really get an understand, a complete understanding, and that's where the change in our lives will come, when we understand something and um, God reveals wisdom about that thing. So, Michael, last week you said faith yields results for us. And it pleases our Father. We talked about yes, that we're no. going to talk about the essence of faith, the mechanics of faith, how to increase faith, and then the rewards. And, of course, that conversation will go in many, many places. So everybody get your pen and pencil ready, as I encourage you to do every Tuesday, actually every show that we have, but particularly our Tuesdays with Michael um, show. And remember to give thanks and um for everything every day, even when you feel low at that lowest point, that's the time when you need to offer thanks the most. All right, Michael, here we go. We're ready. I got my pen and paper ready. All <laughs> right.
1: Well I I I want to piggyback on something that you said and that's and that's uh it's definitely correct and on point what you said about me wanting you to get get understanding because that's what the Bible even confirms. It says that, you know, wisdom uh is the principal thing but in all you're getting make sure that you get understanding. So we know wisdom there, d- comes directly from God, but if you don't understand what he's saying, then it's hard for you to act upon. So one of my jobs is to bring that understanding, you know, to the body of Christ so you can act on it, which is actually the culmination of your faith. So with that said, if you got your Bibles, turn to uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 16, and I want to, start off by saying that, you know, faith isn't just something that we do. Faith is a lifestyle, and we have to begin to realize that faith is the, is the lifestyle that he expects his children to live by. And then let's look at verse 16. Romans 1 to 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And I'm reading from the King James Version. For it is the power of God unto salvation, to everyone that believed it. Key word there, make sure you underline believe it. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And, of course, Paul was quoting uh, back of 2 and 4 in there, that the just shall live by faith. So God expects a, expects us to live a lifestyle of faith, not just projects. It's not a project that we pull out and say we're going to do,
0: but it's a lifestyle.
1: It's it's a lifestyle that we determine that we're going to live. Now, one thing that fascinated me about this subject of faith when I first began to study it in depth a few years ago was, I, of course, I studied Abraham and 'cause he's what we call the father of faith and then I studied Jesus and but the the part about Jesus stood out to me the most and we're going to deal with Abraham uh lately. I mean not lately but later. hmm So with that in mind, go to first no, go to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John. We like to call him Big John and they call the epistles little Johns. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so see, to that, go that's to, a name for some people who didn't know the difference. Because I'll get a, a message, Lord, what's the difference? Who, which John is which? I'm like, okay, we well, just keep John listening. is in he the, the Gospels.
1: <laughs> John is in the Gospels. And uh, the epistles of John, which were, of course, written by John, uh, found over in what I call the second half of the New Testament. Um, trying to get there myself. John chapter 5. And we're going to start with verse number, find a good starting point. Yeah, I like—I don't like starting in the middle of a thought, so that's one when you're going to learn about me when you listen to me. I don't like starting in the middle of a thought. I like to go and pick up where that thought began. Mm-hmm. So let's go to John 5. Let's go to verse number, go to verse number 13.
0: John
1: 5 and 13 Well let's jump down Verse 17 And I want to get some history without Reading down through here but Jesus had just healed a man On the Sabbath and of course they Back then they said it was you couldn't do Anything on the Sabbath so uh, The people in the synagogue At the time wanted to accuse him Of um, Breaking the Sabbath because he healed A man but he gave them a parable And said now if, if you're if you had uh an animal that was in a ditch on on the uh on the Sabbath, would you go into that ditch and he'll even get others to help you pull that animal out of the ditch? And of course they didn't answer because they didn't answer they <laughs> they would answered their own question they put before them. But verse seventeen he ends and says, But Jesus answered them, My father worked hitherto and I work. In other words, he said, If my is working on on the Sabbath, then I'm working. So I, I said, man, I'm like that. I said, Jesus, bold. That that was a bold
0: statement.
1: <laughs> he said, if my father is working on the Sabbath, then that means I must work on the Sabbath. Because God, God is the one that actually heals people. And look at verse 18. It says, therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him, because not only had he broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father. And look at the next His phrase God. that's gonna blow your way. To making himself equal making with God, so, equal with God. So, 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 <laughs> so, so when we call God Father, what are we doing? We are making, making ourselves health. equal with God. I would, just, I would give you five seconds. And let that soak in. Some of you may have never even heard that. So when you call God your Father, just like when I call my Father Father, that means I came out of Him naturally. That means I'm equal with Him. I'm in the same class that. He's, in. he's a human being, I'm a human being. So if I call God Father, who is a spiritual being, then that lets me know I'm in the same spiritual class that the Father is in. Look at verse 19. It says, Then after Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son, and, he's, and he didn't say Jesus, he said the Son, he let me know what his office is in this capacity. He said the Son can do nothing of himself. Key word, nothing Mm-hmm. But what he see it, the father do. But for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the son likewise. So, in other words, he said, So, whatever I see my father do, guess what I do? Mm-hmm. So, if, if my father says, Okay, heal that man today, guess what Jesus had to do? He had to heal, heal that, man that man today, today. Was regardless. Was regardless of what day it was, whether it was Monday, Curiously, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? It was the Sabbath and night. His father said, I want you to hear this man today, and that's when Jesus complied with his father's wish, and he did that. Uh, let's look at another scripture to form the foundation for what we're going to talk about. Go to, drop uh, down to verse 30 while we're there. And right now, we're kind of laying some foundation. I believe in laying foundation before we start to build.
0: hmm
1: Look at verse 30. It says I can this is Jesus talking in red writing. He said, I can of my own self do nothing. There he goes again. He's he's pretty much saying, I am helpless to do anything without my without my father's help. He said, as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which had
0: mm-hmm. sent
1: me. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. There he goes again. Is he's <laughs> telling them that He didn't come into the earth of his of his own accord. He was doing the bidding of the Father and he fit in with the Father's will to get that done. Let's look at one more verse while we're gonna hang out in John for a second here. Go to John fifteen and twenty six. So John chapter fifteen. And we're gonna look at verse number twenty six. Okay. Well, back up to verse twenty-five, and this is Jesus talking again. But this coming to pass that the word might be fulfilled that is written in the law, they hated me without a cause. He said, "But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of Truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me, and ye also shall bear witness, because you have been with me." from the beginning. Now, don't, I'm not going to spouse on that right now. I'm going to have to come back to that. I just want to put that in. Now, go to John 16 and 13. Go to the next chapter.
0: Okay, John
1: 16, verse 13. So, 16 and 13. So, we're doing, we're doing Bible drills today. <laughs>
0: But hang in there, everybody. is going if you gonna want to hang in there. I promise you. Okay, John,
1: He's just 16 He's setting the groundwork, and the foundation. Uh huh. John 16 and 13 says, "How be it?" This is Jesus talking again. "How be it when he, the Spirit of Truth, has come, he will guide you into all the truth. For he shall not speak of himself. Key phrase. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak." and he will come to show you things to come. Okay, let's go to, uh, let's back up to John chapter 14. Make sure y'all write these down so you can go back and read them.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm writing them down to John 14,
1: yeah. And I'm just laying the foundation that when, when Jesus speaks, he doesn't speak of his own accord. He, he speaks in line with what his father speaks. And this is Jesus talking again. Believest thou not Reverse that I again, am. What Uh I'm
0: sorry.
1: Uh, John 14, 14, verse 10. Verse 10, okay. Chapter 14, verse 10. And he says, Believest thou not that I am the Father. I'm, I'm sorry. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth works. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, and all or else believe me from the very works sake. Now the cross Scripture to say it that he does not. He doesn't speak of himself, and the reason he can do that, why? Because the Father is in him, and he in the Father. Well, we as Christians today, when we receive Jesus Lord, then we have now have the Father in us. And we want to make sure that his abode is perfect for him to live in. That's why he don't want to live that life of sin, so he can get the work right. done. Lastly, let's look at John chapter 12, verse 49. And I like to read, when I'm talking about Jesus, I like to quote his words because you can't fight me when I'm quoting Jesus' words. <laughs> yeah. You fight me, you fight him. Okay. Back up to verse 48. Okay. John 12, oh, yeah. 48. He, he that rejected me and receiving not my words had one that judged him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. 49 for I have not spoken of myself but the father which what sent me he gave me a commandment for what I should say and for what I should speak and i know that his commandment is life everlasting whatsoever i speak therefore even as the father said unto me so i will speak need i say mm-hmm. any more on that point
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so so now you can see why Everything that Jesus touched or said, it happened. Why? Because he was listening to the Father. If, 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 when he told that man to take up your bed and walk, guess what? He heard that person resonate inside of him because the Father was speaking that to him. That means he was in, he was in perfect harmony with the Father while he was here in the earth. Why? Because he didn't have any sin in him. And that's, that's what kept that clear channel of communication open. Always always flowing back and forth, he and the Father, the Father to him, that communication going. Now now that we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, as Christians, and now remember, this, this radio broadcast, Broadcast, I'm sorry, is designed specifically for Christians. That means that you're born again, you confess him as the Lord and Savior of your life, and you position yourself to do the things that he's instructing you to do. That's who this broadcast is designed for and desire to, to mature you in that area so you can learn to hear him more clearly. Now one thing I want to say before we go forward is that God is not an absentee father.
0: <laughs> I want y'all
1: to I want y'all to think about that. Take up a few seconds, think about that. God is not an absentee father. If he is in you, he's in you for a purpose. So if he's in you, just like if, if if your father is in the same house with you, something is wrong if that father is coming in at at the end of the day and he doesn't speak to his children. Something's wrong with that. So i submit to you today that God the Father is always speaking to his children. We just have, have need to learn to take the time to know his voice and to learn his voice, and that's a whole different lesson within itself is knowing and hearing the voice of God. But it's that, right. that inner, but it's that inner witness that you get that wow, well, I, I believe God really told me this. For example, and I don't like to teach from theory; I like to teach from personal experience. Back in nineteen, back in nineteen ninety nine, God woke me up in the middle of the night, and I was praying, and Jesus the where He spoke to me, and, and I wrote it down. This in my Bible that I have at home. And he said, "It is time for you to go. I am sending. I am sending you into a place where you're gonna that you're gonna know not. But fear not, I am with you. The place I'm going to send you in, send you into. There are giants in the land. Be not of the, be not afraid of the giants in the land, because my sons and daughters are giant slayers. And those are the words he spoke mm-hmm. to me. Well, at the time I said, Well, Lord, if you tell me you say it's time to go, I'm like, go where? And I asked him, I said, well, go, if you tell me what and you tell me when, I would do it. Well, within a matter of months, the job that I was working on at the time went through a reorganization, and I had already believed that I was acting on what God had saying. I'm making preparation. I'm telling everybody I'm going to leave this place. You know, God told me it's time for me to go, so I'm preparing to leave. <laughs> well, neither did I know that God was... I had already worked it out. I ain't gonna say behind the scenes working because God declared the end from the beginning. He had already declared this thing before I got into the earth. So all, all I did is just caught up with it in time. Exactly. I, I, I went. My the job I was working on went through a reorganization, and because my job, which had just been reclassified as a bargaining unit position, with, with much debating, man, much fighting. The job that I was on had been declared a bargaining position, and because we we're going through a reorganization, they had to legally offer me a buyout. So, it just think mm. when I decided to leave my job, I was going to walk away from my job without a check. Now, here I am walking <laughs> away from this job with 75% of my salary, plus, in a retirement that was there, all the retirement is still there, but I walked away from there with a check. Why? Because I dared to believe. God, not just in, in word, but also in action. And that's where we're going to pick up from on what faith really is. And there are four things that you really have to do to begin to walk in faith. Number one, you must begin to hear. I think it's over in the Romans where it says faith comes by hearing Mm-hmm. Hearing by the Word of God. Let me see. I think that's Romans. Let's it by Romans.
0: Mm-hmm. We're with you. For everybody who's just tuning in, you're listening to Loretta McNary Live Presents Tuesdays with Michael. Michael Farmer is our spiritual personal coach, and we meet here every Tuesday to discuss. Um, So many spiritual principles, and when we discuss principles, we always dial it back down to where you can get the history of why we're saying what we're saying. And as you can see from today, Michael gives you tons of scriptures um, to back up everything that he is teaching teaching and talking to us about today. And just be really patient, because we got to build a foundation, and then we're gonna really get into the meat and gravy of this conversation. But um, so now he's finding out where the scripture begins to hear uh, part of the four steps to walking in faith. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's it's Romans ten, and this is Mm -hmm. one of the foundational scriptures that that you can write down as one of the foundational scriptures. We go through Romans chapter one, verse sixteen. Romans ten, verse seventeen. It says, "So then." Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now, I don't want to discard anything that that you learned in the past and you've operated in and is working. Hold on to that. I'm just bringing a different dimension and I'm bringing a different perspective on this scripture. It says, so then, faith comes by hearing. And that means hearing with your natural ear and then hearing... In that context means giving heed to the word of God. Whether the word of God in that context is not talking about the written word. The word of the word of God in that context is Raiva. And we know what that is. That is a revealed word or that's an that's an utterance. That means something that's been spoken to you directly. That mm-hmm. no one has heard. It. It's been that's been uttered to you. So faith comes when God speaks to you on a personal level. So, so just, just so just think about that. Think about the last thing that you remember, you know that the father spoke this to me and I haven't done it yet. And see if you haven't done it yet, what you're doing, you're sure certainly afraid you, you you heard it but you haven't given heed to it. I mean you haven't acted upon it. So faith calls out what? Hearing. Yeah. You're you're directly from God. And I'm not talking about the written word. We have the Bible. We're not dealing with that part right now. We're dealing with, with God guarding you, the hope of glory on the inside of you, that father that still speaks. And I, I, I mentioned a statement earlier that God is not an absentee father. He still speaks to his children. He's still concerned about their daily, everyday lives. Secondly, you must believe. Mm. So, when you, so when you heard I now believe what I just heard. And because I believe what I just heard, I'm going to begin to confess it. I'm going to start saying it to people just like Abraham when he told him when his body was dead, I have made you a father of many nations. Abraham changed his name. From Abram to Abraham, so he started telling everyone, "My name is no longer Abram, but Abraham." Why? Because it's in line with God. Just say it. Remember, this guy didn't have any children when God told him that, and he (laughs) said, "I have made you a father of many nations." If you if you study Hebrew, that literally means that he made him a steward. So just think, Mm. and so 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 just think at the at the ripe old age of well, he was right at what almost in his nineties.
0: Mm-hmm. God had told his man
1: and called him a and he changed Hi. his name. Hello. Uh
0: huh.
1: Okay, I thought I heard someone say something. No. Okay, so so God so he changed his name and he began to tell everyone his name was Abraham. Why? Because it was based on the promise that God had made to him. So so he heard. He said, he heard God say, i made you a father of many nations. Abraham believed that. And the Bible tells it that because Abraham believed it, God counted that, counted that to him for righteousness. And as I said in the weeks past, that you always act on what you believe. Remember that? Right. Mm-hmm. You always act on what you believe. And then you begin to confess. So you say it over. You're now, you're, you're now confirming to everybody else. Man, I'm a father of men and nations. They're looking at you as a way. Where's your children at? <laughs> he said, I don't care. God told me I was a father of men and nation. God said that I was a I'm produce many children. God told him to look into the sky and see all the stars. He said, that's just as, just as many children as you're going to have. That's I mean, offspring you're going to have.
0: Mm-hmm. And then finally...
1: He had to act on what God told them. So that means he and his wife Sarah, who at the time whose womb was dead, as the Bible said, he said he didn't even consider that. They began to act upon that, even to the point where she laughed. She said, "You, you old coot, but you're talking about we gonna have a child." <laughs> <laughs> and 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 but God said, "And God said because you laugh, I'm gonna make sure that you remember the day you laugh. I want you to name your child Isaac, which means laughter." So, so if God says it, you can take it to the bank and you can cash it. I don't care how impossible it may seem. If you knew, if you know in your heart of hearts that God has spoken to you, what He said has to come to pass because He's not a man that He should lie.
0: That's right.
1: So that is so true. So, 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 so those are the four things that I call the mechanics of faith. You have to hear. You have, mm-hmm. believe, believe. you have to believe, confess, confess, and then you have to act. Act on it. So, so, so instead of going to a HBCU, which is historic uh, black college or university, you can go to a HBCA. So, I'm always giving you some things to help you remember. You can hear, you can believe, you can confess, you can act. So, when you so so when you are acting over what God tells you, just let them know. I learned this in a H B C A. HBCA. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like, them. I'm I like you your acronyms, you love your acronyms,
1: oh yeah, because that's, okay. guess what you 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 have to have those little things to have to remember, so i'm I'm hearing, I'm believing, I'm confessing, and I'm acting, okay, those now you know here here steps. i
0: come with here here I come with the loretta the
1: the life okay.
0: happens, okay, okay, so we're telling the people these are the great steps to to building your faith and understanding and walking in faith. That's the H-B-C-A You heard it You believed it You confessed it and you act on it But in the middle of those four things Don't think The world's going to be having a super celebration For you You. And don't think that your family Is going to have a super celebration for you This is where faith Really gets tested Okay so now you have this foundation And you built it But, But Faith is tested. You know, it, and that's how you you get closer to God is when your faith is tested. And this has been my personal experience. I'm, I get closer to God than ever before whenever my faith has been tested. So I want to encourage you that because I know people have said, Loretta, what about when you tell people your dreams and and. You know, they don't believe it or they speak negative against it. So don't you know that people spoke negative against Abraham because Michael already said, you know, he was old. He didn't have any children when God gave him this promise. And and then further back, you know, when Michael said in 1999 God called him to another place, so Abraham was called to another place from his family, totally away from his family. That's why Abraham is, you know, called, you know, Abraham is like the ultimate, Guy for faith when you look at his life yeah. so these things happen but the bible also tells us that god's not going to leave you where he's not going to provide he's not going to leave you and like I already said he's a he's a, he's not an absentee father he's always going to be there with you very active in your life so um and don't speak that something's going to go wrong or that people going to you know be negative about it don't even that you know, because <laughs> you're already setting yourself up to make this stuff happen. So we're going to talk about you know words and the power of the, the tongue because you know scripture says the power of the tongue. Life is in life and death is in the power of the that's tongue. It, that's so that's on it. this journey of yeah, building faith, you got to understand this though. But we understand that other things are going to be taking place. So if you get this part right, you'll be better prepared to handle that other part of the negativity in the, in the outside world getting all into what God has told you to do. Okay, that That's was right. my little
1: Lorettaism on that. <laughs> well, well, thank you for that. That Lorettaism it was it was really good and it was on point. And <laughs> one thing I want to make point. Of, I'm sorry. The point I want to make to listeners is that remember God's method of operations that He declares to end from the beginning so he he so he, he tells you what is going to be now you have to walk through this capsule that we call a time to really catch up with what has already been established That's why i say that that's a different teaching that you know we're going to do somewhere way down the road here and it's a it's a book that i'm working on now just call it the future is now um so you oh, you have well. to begin. Wow, I
0: love that. So that's a book you're working on? Yes. Okay.
1: So is okay, you don't take the... a note,
0: so this will be this will come back to haunt you. You know how I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, as
1: soon as we get uh, as soon as I get finished with where do I go from here then the future is now is coming after that. So Okay. So, so I, I just, I just gave y'all a peek into the future of what God has instructed me to do. So,
0: yeah, because so we, the we know that God. Oh my goodness, He is always speaking to us, not in an audible voice. Some people may say they've heard His voice, but I have not. But He has definitely spoken to my soul, my spirit. Oh, yeah. He has sent other messengers to confirm things that He had already, you know, said in my spirit that I couldn't believe that it was really Him until somebody else, um, actually said those words. So. This show is all about that. You know, it's not about Michael and I. It's just about Michael and I being obedient, being obedient servants because we serve an awesome master that we call God and our Father and so many other um, loving names because he is all of that, whatever we need. So it's not about us. We're sharing our stories to encourage you because it always helps when you got a personal testimony. And sure. although Michael and you know, I said Michael has reached this high level of success and for some of those who know me, you know about the show and the book and all the other stuff I do, but it is not without trials and tests, just like everybody else. We just choose to keep our hand in his hand and to concentrate on him and not lose our focus exactly. on whatever else is going on. That's not saying those things don't happen to me or Michael, because they do. But we choose that when we're in public and we're talking to God's people because we know how fragile people are because life happens if there is all, we want to encourage you. That's that's what we do. We want to encourage you, and we want to show you biblically and spiritually what we're saying is not Loretta and Michael's words, but these are our father's words to you. Okay, so now, you know how okay. I like to go off course, Mike, but I'm back.
1: <laughs> well, 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 no, actually, that's, that's a great segue into about what I'm about to say. Uh, turn to Hebrews 12, chapter, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1.
0: Okay, write these down, because like me, I'm going please online don't, and please, say, please turn, scriptures
1: um, so you do, because do
0: some, this will help you in some moments that maybe you don't need all this right now, but it may be sometimes when you do, or you may come across me. somebody who, because God always doesn't coming. waste any opportunity. He doesn't waste a minute or a second of our life with just, you know, something just for some something's sake. It will come to you, and you will need this. So write it down. He says Hebrews chapter twelve, verse verse
1: one, verse one. And I just finished reading
0: says, Hebrews yesterday.
1: And uh, and of course he he's he's Paul has just finished talking about what we call the the hall of faith. All these people who had all these fake victories in the war, who mm-hmm, so so witness as an old folks say. And so so look at verse one says, Wherefore sin we also are come past about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. Now he he's Mm -hmm. laying a foundation, tell you what you gotta do in order to in order to 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 put for your faith to come to pass. Lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run the race with and let us run with patience, another key word the race that is set before us. Verse number two, looking unto Jesus, the author, the middle, or the beginner, and the finisher or the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that it doeth such contradiction of sinners against himself, and we read some of those scriptures earlier, to let you be wearied and faint in your what? In your mind. hmm He so you have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. So in other words, he said, there is nobody out there in the... He said, there is nobody out there that has literally shed blood, striving, striving not to sin against something. You just haven't. So he said, so, so when you get rid of the faint in your mind, he said, I need you to consider the author and the finisher of your faith. That is Jesus, and consider the things that he had to do, all the people that's coming out against him. And just thing, as we read earlier, these people want to kill him because he made himself equal with God or called God's father and because He healed the man on the Sabbath. Now, if, if that's not a contradiction of against yourself, and I would think none of us have ever got a death threat because of something that we've acted upon spiritually. <laughs> uh-uh. So, so, just think so, so he endured all of that, and the thing that they they caused him not to faint was the joy that was set before him he's the Bible says he endured the cross, and he is now set at the right hand of the throne of God. So with that said, I want you to write this down, and don't you ever forget this part, so you should always have faith in someone. Versus faith for something, and then once when you write it down, or you can't write it down, just just let just kind of massage that over in your mind for a few seconds. Faith, Say it
0: again, Michael.
1: You you should have faith always- in someone versus faith for something, and the word faith simply means to. To have confidence, it means to trust. It means to depend on. It means that I can lean on, or I can throw the whole of who I am upon this person that made that. They have, they have my trust.
0: Yeah, you and can God, expect it to be there. Yeah.
1: And and God no, has really proved is. Himself and and when I when I say faith in someone somebody I'm talking about God because he's a he's a oh, person absolutely. that's why I'm it's using that that's why I'm using someone. that
0: yeah so that's
1: that's why I'm using that he is a person so faith has is faith in someone versus faith for something we so many of us have our faith out there on the line for some stuff well you can't have your faith online for the stuff if you had don't have faith for the someone. Who owns all the stuff?
0: Mm.
1: Mm. So, so, okay, so, I So think like about that.
0: Yeah. So so
1: think about this one. Think about and and that way you would choose your words carefully because Jesus said what he said. I do nothing or say nothing except I first see my father do it or I've heard my father say it to me, and and we should take on that same. MO that same method of operation. I'm not going to mm. speak unless I know the Father has spoken. That that way I'm not a false prophet. That's why as as uh as a mentor of the gospel walking in the office of prophet, that's why I have never missed one prophecy. Why? Because I'm not going to speak unless I'm sure that God has spoken. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so, in so in my life as a minister, God is still batting a hundred. Why? Because what He says has to come to pass. The Bible says that He, when He puts His words out there, He says He watches over His word to make sure that the words don't perform the thing that He sent it to. Right,
0: and it will not return so void. And,
1: exactly, and that's found over in the, Isaiah fifty-five. So, so that's how we should conduct our lives as Christians. Is not be so. Quick to speak at the Bible, I think it's out in James that we should be quick to hear, slow to yeah, speak. Yeah, first Catherine James,
0: yeah.
1: Slow to wrath. So to always remember mm-hmm. that. Quit railing off your mouth so quickly about what God said, unless you know beyond unless you stick in your life on what you just said, God said. Don't don't use that phrase. Right. And, and, and sometimes I, I'm, I'm really afraid to,
0: to say that. I won't I won't say it to somebody else unless I, you know, at all, but I will in my own ministry of myself and my family, then I make sure that I know it was not Loretta saying it. And I can tell exactly. most of the time because this was like, absolutely so amazing that I know <laughs> I wasn't even on that level or in that realm. <laughs> so I yeah. know it wasn't me. Um, I mean, you know what? I can't wait for us to talk about it. This is so good. Let's see, you put this nugget out there last week. And I want people to just, you know, kind of we'll slow it down a minute about everything okay. because this alone, what you said today, we could just say, okay, y'all, we'll talk to you all next Tuesday. And this right here will work. <laughs> it, will work. Minute, it will work.
1: Huh?
0: It will work. Oh, yeah, it's a lot to chew on. It's a it's a ton of stuff to chew on, and it can change our whole, because it's the renewing of the mind, and that's biblical. That's how you um, you grow spiritually. You get that spiritual muscle really engaged, and you're going to look like a a bodybuilder, a spiritual bodybuilder.
1: Exactly, yeah, but uh, Lorel, listen to this. When I was, when God told me to, it was time for me to go, and then, what I knew then after it was time for me to leave my job and to do the things that he had prepared for me. Of course, I had to sell that to my wife. And if if, if she didn't buy into it, then, it, it, you know, we have to, we're one, so we have to be on one accord to make sure things work according to God's plans. Mm-hmm. I remember God telling me He said, "This is what you tell her, and this and these are the exact words I told her, and she can she can confirm it." I said, "Baby, if I ever tell you anything that God said, and it doesn't come to pass, you never have to listen to me again." And those that's the exact phrase that I used
0: mm-hmm.
1: over almost thirteen years ago. I'm gonna say wow. it again. If I ever say anything to you that God said, and it does not come to pass, you never have to listen to me again. And And so you're initiating
0: that same guarantee with us? Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, Michael, course, you're trying to distract me because you know where I'm trying to go. You know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about that mustard seed. I want to talk about what in the world oh, is a okay. mustard seed. Right, why mustard is seed. it so, so critical hungry. when God, why He used that as saying, because we just did a, a tad bit of that, but you're going to teach us something more about that mustard seed. So, guys, hang in there with us. we got a few more minutes on the show, and what we don't finish today, we'll recap everything next Tuesday. We're going to finish talking about. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to talk about this. mustard. We're going to talk, talk about, about the mustard what's, seed.
1: What's, we are yeah, gonna talk about the mustard right. seed because she asked me to. I'm like Jesus and said to turn water to wine. So I'm, we going we gonna talk about mustard seed. Yeah,
0: because I believe that's okay. really gonna help me. Okay,
1: let's find a good. Uh, let, let, let's go to Luke verse, chapter 13. I think that's a good Luke chapter what? Chapter Luke 13. 13. Okay. Luke
0: 13.
1: And then all right, up, everybody, go. come
0: go with us. Sign your Bible 13, or Google Luke 13 Luke, or go to
1: Bible.com and find it. Luke 13 and 19. Just write it down and you go back and read it later. And yep, this is And it's talking about, well, it's back the verse 18, then he said, once again, this is Jesus talking, until what is the kingdom of God like, and for unto shall I resemble it. It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast it into his garden. And it grew and it waxed great, and the fowls of the earth lodged and the branches of it, and the branches of it. And so that's what's dealing with the mustard seed. Now go over to uh, Luke chapter 17. There's four books over. Just hit your arrow and get you over there. <laughs> Luke 17 and 6. And this is what the apostles were saying. They just asked them a question about increasing their faith. And verse 6 said, And the Lord said, If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, not the size. He didn't say that if you had faith the size of a mustard seed.
0: Mm. He said, If you
1: have faith as a grain of mustard seed. I mean, if if you have faith that's like the character of that mustard seed, I mean, that it starts small and grows great. He said, Then you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you. Ooh. So, 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 so remember, we don't say anything unless God tells us to speak it. So, in other words, we're not going to be arbitrarily out speaking to sycamine trees and mountains unless that's what God told us to do. If God Jesus used a, uh, an example as he was teaching a lesson, let let's go with there. Man, I'm, this is really burning in me.
0: How uh, <laughs> much time we have?
1: I may not have time to develop it. Have to we it have about um, eleven minutes. About eleven, 11 minutes. minutes.
0: About ten
1: minutes. Okay, look at let's uh, let's let's go to Matthew twenty one. I got Okay. Matthew 21. So, 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 remember the, the instance of the mustard seed is that your faith starts small. And that's, in other words, God is not going to tell you to go to start you out doing something big and grand until you have first started doing some little small things. Like God said, oh, you know something? You just hurt that lady's feeling. You need to go back and apologize to her. And then you walk off and, like, no, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. Well, guess what? You just passed the faith test. Mm. So if so if, if if he can't trust you with the small things to do, he's not going to tell you to go out and and you got stage four cancer and now you want to now got to speak to this cancer and tell it to leave your body. It's just not going to work. If you you have to be faithful in the small in order to be to be faithful with the with the with the much oil, as, the, as I call it, the big faith. And there are so many instances, but you there, Matthew 21, sorry, verse number mm-hmm. 21. Matthew, Matthew 21, 21,
0: 21.
1: And Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea; it shall be done. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing key word, you shall what? Receive. And remember, we always ask of what we believe. So Jesus now mm-hmm. telling his disciples because they just said, mounted that fig tree that he spoke to has been has been rooted up. Well, if Jesus spoke to the fig tree, who told him to speak to the fig tree? And coming around it. Who told him to speak to the patriarch? If
0: he, if Jesus spoke to him, then his father had to have told him because he was not speaking exactly, anything that his father had not told him. <laughs> exactly. I that today. Now, now, you
1: got it. Now you got it. <laughs> you got a gold star for the day, girl.
0: Woo-hoo! <laughs> I'm getting stars all over the place. Okay. So, so and he said. So-, so he said.
1: So now, Jesus said. Now, Jesus said. Now, I am saying to you. If you have faith, if you have obedience, if you have trust, if you have worship, a, whole, a lot of these things are synonyms for faith. And key word, and doubt not. He said, if, if you would do what I ask you to do, and doubt not, he said, you should not only do this which is done to the seed tree, but also if you shall say unto this mountain. And remember, he said this mountain, not a mountain. He's talking about the mountain that they're on. So it, that, yeah. that mountain, the mountain is an object lesson for them. He said, if if you get to the point where if you listen to me and do the things that I tell you to do, he said, not only will you speak to the seed tree and it be dried up from the root, he said, but if I tell you to speak to that mountain and tell it to move and you do it, guess what?
0: <laughs> you has
1: got to move.
0: Michael, okay, you know, when you were talking about, um, you were in John, and this, okay, we we were in John a lot, and then we went to John 10, and you said start at chapter 10, and we went to 14, and we kind of stopped, but then I uh, remembered verse 12, which also is very relatable to what you just read about in Matthew 21, and I'm reading the new um, translation um, the new international version of this. Okay. And okay, this is when you already said my father sends me, so i go as he says. Okay, so 12 says, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the work I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And if I will do whatever you ask, it, and he says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. But exactly. if you just started building a relationship with him and you hadn't done all you're supposed to do and you haven't gotten his spiritual wisdom and you haven't been studied, then you do going to ask for some stuff that you shouldn't be asking for, and then you're going to wonder why it exactly. didn't come to pass, even though you asked for it in his name like he said. But you can't just take that scripture out of context
1: content, no, you, you
0: got to know Everybody the stuff that, that comes before it. And so, well, that, that's exactly. our problem. Yeah, that's one of the things why we get frustrated when we think our prayers are God saying no or he's delaying it or he don't hear us. It's because we got to know what we do and that's why can we wait, wait till we get to the prayer part too because after faith and then we do that prayer part, oh <laughs> my goodness, woo! this going to change the whole dynamic of the whole world. <laughs> be once, a once God people know about God, not only intellectually, and not only you know from a personal experience, but see, you got to know about the principles for the principles to operate, and in order for the principles to operate, you got to know about the person who built the whole thing. You got to exactly. go to the manufacturer. That's that why I true. get so excited every Tuesday, Michael, when we talk about this because we are um, we're kingdom builders.
1: <laughs> exactly. And hey, but like you hey, your mother, uh, job
0: is the disciple.
1: But Loretta, I want to I want to bring out another point that you and pick it back on what you just said. If you if they look at the next verse, which is a qualifier, if you look at verse number fifteen, it says, "If if, mm-hmm. if you love me, keep my commandments, <laughs> and I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another comforter, another some somebody else that's called alongside you that He may abide with mm-hmm. you forever." So you to think mm-hmm. he's he, he's teaching his disciples here, and he said, "No, don't be sad because I'm going to go away." But if, right. if if you do the things that I've commanded you to do, I'm going to have to go away from here, and I'm going to send you another person just like me that's going to be able to not just be here, be here with you in the earth for a fixed point of time, but he's going to be with you <laughs> through eternity. And that's, the, and that's the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit is a God in the earth today. And he, yep, and what did we read Exactly. and what did we read earlier about the Holy Spirit? He said he would not speak of himself. He only speaks what Jesus tells him to speak, and Jesus mm-hmm. only speaks what the Father tells him to speak. Mm-hmm. So, when the, that's Holy the Trinity, Trinity speaks, and that's how it I mean, works.
0: That the yeah. that's why you know I was told a long time you don't pray to the Holy Spirit; you pray to God because the Holy Spirit. um yeah, pray to the Everything, everything. See, that's what we—that's our problem. We're out of place. But see, the Trinity never gets out of place. <laughs> no. <Perfect.
1: laughs> the Trinity, Perfect. Trinity,
0: is never ever out of place. And, and that verse Perfect number and fifteen.
1: And Always done working,
0: work and flowing together, one with the other. And see, verse 15 that you just read, that sounds up yeah. my why. That's my why right there. Why um, I don't do, you know, I was delivered from some things, some sported, fornication and all that stuff I used to do that I don't do anymore. And why yeah. don't I do those things anymore? It's right there, because I love him and I want to keep his commands. Because I That's love right. him. Just like my children don't want to disappoint me. Um, by you know breaking the rules or whatever because not because they want' them to get in trouble so much now because they understand everything, and especially when they were babies, babies they love you, that's why they do what you tell them to do because they love you, and that's why we do what God tells us because we love him, and guess what why he does what he does for us because he loves us. Ow! <laughs> I love this show, Michael.
1: <laughs> hey. And, and now, 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 this is something I want to I, I want to leave with the hearers on today, and I and I want to ask you a question, and I'm going to give you the answer. And I want you to meditate on the next time we come back. And God, and God asked me this question, and He asked me, He said, "Why do you have faith in me?" And mm. I thought about, it, I said, "Man, this guy, to, you know, every time he asks me a question, he's not looking for the answer, he's looking for the condition of my heart." So I thought about it. I said, I have faith in you because you have proven yourself to be trustworthy. And he said, that is it. You don't have, we, I don't have faith in God just because I have faith in God because he has proven himself time and time and time again to be trustworthy to his word. I can trust him. I can, whatever he says, I can trust. Why? Because he delivers every single time. Just like we're dealing, with, like if we're dealing with natural people, because sometimes when when God asks those things, we try to get a little bit too spiritual. Because yeah. when I first asked the question, I always said, I, I remember, and like I said, I always remember this too. This some you that listeners can take with them. When God asks you a question, He's not looking for an answer. He's trying to show you your heart, because He already knows the answer.
0: Yeah, the answer is not for him, answer. it's for us. The answer to the us. question is not for him, it's for us. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Like, like so he, you exactly started like
1: talking minute left to go. Well, I have going so enjoyed this. You guys tune back in on next week, and we'll pick up on it. This face is probably going to run about three to four weeks. It's, it's a lot in here. But yeah, that's what i tell
0: cause, You know, I have,
1: but with if you, something you have to live, so about things.
0: And in order for us, and we said, I want to go to the next level, I want to do this, and in order for me to go to the next level, I have to know more about him. What my yeah. his, my historical view of him and what I've learned over the past years of being a Christian and walking his walk, it has gotten me this far. But to get further in him and further yeah. in my um, goals and my plans and his will, God's will, I have to know more about him. So I'm so thirsty for him so that I can learn more about him so I can do what he called me to do. Because right now, what he called me to do, with the love he called me, I'm not ready because I don't know enough about him on that kind of level.
1: Yeah. So this
0: is really helping me, and I pray my prayer is that people are helped, they are changed, they're inspired, and most of all, they
1: find that God is
0: trustworthy. So, Michael, you're then, awesome. I thank you so much for this.
1: And and, and the reverend, like, like you, you have a good segue Remember the mustard seed. Remember, start with the little Remember small the thing. Remember the
0: characteristics. Know the characteristics. Exactly. We have 10 seconds. Know the characteristics of the mustard seed so you can understand why he says faith as small as the mustard seed, a mustard seed seed can do those things. But, Michael, thank you so much. Everybody, thank you for listening to Loretta McNary Live Presents. Cheers with Michael. You guys be blessed and grow in the word and wisdom, and you'll see your very best is definitely yet, yet to come. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. That's